Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Mia. And I'm Samantha. And this is You, you Rom Complete, Complete Me. And it's Thursday, and we're back in the it's... second half of the Hufer one. I know. Womp, 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 and I don't think I mentioned it in our last episode, but... We're on episode 24 right now, baby. Whoa, we're so close. Four Weddings and a Funeral was episode 23. This is episode 24. We are so close to halfway. We've got some Two good more stuff weeks. coming. We got out of our slump with this one. We're ready. We're yes. fresh. We're feeling good. We're we, feeling we were good. We're feeling a bit disappointed with the last couple of films we watched. We had a bunch in a row that I do not care for. They didn't give us the heebie-jeebs, as Mia It doesn't even matter if they gave us them. the heebie-jeebs or not. Sometimes they don't give me the heebie-jeebs and they're still good. But like, ugh. Wait, give me an example of something that didn't give you the, the heebie-jeebs so it's still good. I feel like I didn't get the heebie-jeebs from Charade, but I enjoyed that film. Okay. All right. Hmm. You know? Interesting. You know, like, I can tell when films are good, but sometimes they don't make me feel an that existential crisis. That film had so many cons in it. But, you know. It's fine. Enchanted didn't give me the heebie-jeebs. Mm. But that's a great movie. So close, the dance scene doesn't give you the oh, heebie-jeebs. That gives me so dry. much heebie-jeebs. What about Moonstruck? You're right. Okay, that's a great example. Thank Moonstruck you. is a great film, but it didn't give me <laughs> I was looking at our Instagram, uh, at romcompleteme, if you're interested in following us, to uh, to see which ones we had watched recently. And oh, I see, I see, That's I how see. I got to that Did one. Did Leap Year give you the heebie-jeebs? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even when it was Dream a Little Dream of Me? Dream a Little Dream of Me, bitch. I love that song, but no. No heebie-jeebs. All right. There. So let's get to the main feature of our episode. Well, we have to have a little bit of banter to warm up before we get into the episode. We want people to feel like they're just having a casual conversation with us. This is sort of our version of the FDR fireside chats. It's sort of a, you're sitting in your living room or you're commuting Uh and me and Samantha are just right next to you, holding on to that disgusting subway pole or right (laughs) in your living room. (laughs) Here for you to talk about romantic comedies anytime, any place. Imagine us, <laughs> imagine us in your snack cabinets, dishing out the popcorn. What are you doing? What's happened? I just realized that the fireside chat is just a really good comparison of what we want this podcast to be. Oh, folks, I don't know what's going on to my right, but she is into it. She's excited. We're happy-go-lucky. We're just... Notting Hill did this to us, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take a breath. Let's get into I'm Notting good. Hill. I'm ready. I'm, I'm fun. I'm now. fresh. Okay. Notting Hill, 1999, Woo! starring Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. Yes. Hugh for one. As Buy a- one, get one. Hugh for one. I'm Bogo. glad that you explained it to the audience. <laughs> But but what if you don't want one for free? What do you do then? I don't know. I always feel confused at grocery stores about whether I can still get the... Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, I think it depends on the store. Or when it's a two for one. Yeah, when it's a two for one. I just yeah. don't know. So there, <laughs> When I used to eat uh, English muffins more regularly... there was like English a, muffin. The grocery store in Albany used to do a buy one, get two... 
big why the grocery store so also does it. Many I mean you can freeze English it. muffins. You can freeze English muffins. That's what my parents One do. Person. Every time I go to my parents' house, they've got this English muffin pack pulled out. And I'm like, the date on this is from like six months ago. They're like, oh no, we just took it out of the freezer. Yeah, why? I just I don't understand. Huh. Yeah, but getting too free is too much. <laughs> too One free, free is, too much. is sometimes too much, but just put sometimes more in a fun. package if you want me to feel like I'm getting a deal. Yeah. Just like this podcast is a deal. Free content every week just for you guys. Yeah, right by your fireside. Anyways. <laughs> Let's start asking some questions. Let's ask some questions. Well, should we give them a little more detail about the film? Oh, sure. Notting Hill, Hugh Grant is a Julia divorced Roberts. bookstore owner, mm. a travel bookstore. Forget about And a divorce. beautiful movie star named Anna Scott, played by Julia Roberts, walks into his shop one day. Uh, they have a little bit of banter, and then mm. he meets her again on the streets spills orange juice on her mm. and it begins sort of a on again off relationship yes. where they a cosmic back and forth a cosmic back and forth <laughs> if you will uh destiny one might say destino Ooh, fate yeah it's not one of the tropes though no it's not one, so. it's not but anyways uh and it's friggin adorable another big group of friends surrounding Hugh and his tragically horrible awkward romancing of this yeah. woman. He's not good at romancing ah, women. But he's got that crinkly smile and he's crinkly crunchy eyes as we call them. <laughs> he's got eyes. beautiful blue eyes. He wears the fun fresh glasses. The floppy hair. The floppy hair. His nickname in high school was Floppy in this movie. In this movie. Maybe in real life. Maybe in real life. I don't know, probably. Google it. He has Email such us. floppy hair. Um and that's that's the little setup for that. Yeah. But first question, is it a rom-com? Hell Should this have yes. been the last question? Do we give away too much oh, with the first gosh, question? Maybe. Should we reconsider this whole I don't podcast think that, halfway But hold through? on, hold on. I don't think that anybody listens to this podcast. At all. Well, n- <laughs> how, number one, how dare you? I'm going to push you in the corner again. Oh, I've been in the corner. I so know. Long. I don't want to push. No, you're pushing yourself there. Stay with me. Okay. Anyways, you've maybe lost track of my I'm thoughts. <laughs> Is okay. it a rom-com? Should we do this first? No, because people no, aren't going to just listen to the first six minutes and then go, oh, it's not a rom-com. I'm not going to continue watching. They've already watched the film for themselves and mm-hmm. want to hear our discourse about it. I like how much faith you give our listeners. Well, I give faith to my mom, yes, <laughs> who I know yes. listens to this. Um, okay. And so. our friends. Our friends yeah, listen. Yeah, that's true. I know. I'm the good ones. I'm giving everybody a hard time. The good ones. <laughs> the bad ones won't hear that, so. That's true. <laughs> hey, good ones. We love you. Anyway, is this movie rom-com? Hell yes. There's so many tropes. The romance between them is so good. cute. There's funny ha-has. We did it. Yeah. We broke the streak we of found, bad ones. We found one. But, I mean, the soundtrack is terrible. It has one loose nut. I don't know what that is, but it's the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I <sighs> disappoint. I wish they could redo this movie. Not redo the whole movie, but just replace the songs in the soundtrack with better with Michael songs. Michael Buble. Bubbly. We haven't talked about him in a while. Just Let's pop to bring some bubbly. The ghost of Michael Buble back. Into He's the not pod. a ghost. He's alive. He's a spirit. He's not a spirit. <laughs> he likes seltzer, but he's not a spirit. He's like spirit of america <laughs> okay you're going off the track okay anyways yeah it's a rom-com and we loved it is it a is there a great meet cute in this one um yes they meet at a bookshop and we're librarians yeah, so obviously we we're into that. that shtick we were sold on that he doesn't recognize her as a movie star uh someone doesn't else does he, though? 
But I don't I know. I feel like, here's how I read that scene. So she comes into the store. She has the sunglasses on and, like, a beret, as you do. As you do in 1999. Because if you wear sunglasses, London. as my college roommate said, no one can recognize you. You become unrecognizable when you have sunglasses uh-huh. on. So Did she always know? used to put on sunglasses and walk around campus. Anyway, um... I think that he realizes who she is, but he wants she he like doesn't want to give her too much of a hard time. Okay. And he like understands that she is uncomfortable with being there and the celebrity of whatever. Okay. And then Okay, I read, it, I read it a little bit differently. Like I th- I felt like he didn't quite know at first, but maybe he did. Yeah. Unlike his friend later, who really doesn't know who she is, has a whole conversation with her. I think she's Demi Moore the whole time. No, no, his friend Hugh. Oh, yes. Bonneville? Hugh Bonneville. Yes. Lord Grantham. And then later they're like, that's Anna Scott. And he's like, oh, shit. But then there's also (laughs) his friend who works in the bookstore who thinks that she's Demi Moore. Right. He starts asking about how Patrick Swayze is. Right. So that meet cute was fine. And then they run into each other with the orange juice. That was good, too. They had some good... Back and forth. You know, the classic, I spill something on you. Please right. come back to my apartment that's the, across the way. The classic. You can change. Mm-hmm. Let's make out in this hallway. Yeah. There's a strange intimacy in that yes. moment. Surreal, but nice. Yes. Yes. It's very cute. Yes. But does it fly in real life? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, I feel like... The best celebrity relationships are the ones where they're married to normal people. I feel like celeb on celeb doesn't always mean success, but I feel right. like a lot of times when a celebrity marries a normal person, an, an unfamous person, yeah, it works out a little better for them sometimes. Not always. I think they have to... Let me clarify this because okay. I've, I've thought about this before. She's thinking. It's not like... She's planning for when Chris Evans comes to town. Oh my God. I want Chris Evans to fall in love with me so bad. We'll He's put so it out into the universe and I'll great. make it happen because the secret. Okay, great. great. Anyway, I was going to say, I think when you have relationships, and I think old Hollywood is a classic example of this, if you have someone who's not famous, who is partnered with someone who is also not famous, and that person gets famous, then that relationship is sort of on wobbly ground yeah. because it's such a transition in sort of like the balance of power and emotion and things like that but when a person who is a celebrity and people know that they're a celebrity and right. they're a normal person they get together sort of like the boundaries are already drawn right they also say that if you have two celebrities that are about the same celebrityness and one of them like wins an oscar or one of them yeah. like gets a lot more fame like those don't tend to work out yeah i feel like, like Anna there's an oscar and, and uh Chris Pratt, Reese Witherspoon, and Ryan oh, Phillippe. Right. But you know who lasts? Meryl Streep. And a regular. Yeah. Don. I'm telling you. Don Gummer. Well, when did she meet Don? After she was famous. See? I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Don is a very famous sculptor, though. So he's sculpture, sculpture famous. I know, but it's like in a different world. I feel like I if you're famous in different worlds, yeah. it uh, works. Like Meryl. I knew she was a great example for everything, always. Yes, dear. It. <laughs> Always. Anyways, the meet cute was cute. Yes. It, it doesn't fly in real life. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people fall in love with celebrities. It happens. I always get jealous when it happens. Yeah. Sean Bean married some young girl he met. Not a young girl. She was in her 20s. And like late 20s. In his 50s? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's Sean Bean. He's Boromir. 
He's Ned Stark. He's the bad guy from National Treasure. I know. He's Lieutenant Sharp from that BBC series. Let's see how long she can do this, folks. I'm <laughs> running out of That's things. It. He's the dad in the Snow White film with Lily Collins. Okay. Anyway, we think maybe if you are a celebrity, this could fly for you. They're not really crazy or over the top in much of this. And yeah. it's a long timeline for the two of them, so that makes it more believable than most rom-coms. Yeah, it happens it's over... It's not like, oh, tomorrow, let's be wed. It basically happens over a year. And though yeah. their interactions are few... They're strong. They're strong. You know, he treats her like a normal person. Yeah. And not an actress. Yeah. Which is what she's she's going yeah. for. She's lived a very hard life as an actress. Yeah, she's been on a diet every like, day since she's 19. Feel bad for actors. People cheat on her. Sometimes people hit her, which is not a good thing, not a good obviously. Thing. Yes, that's bad. But, like, your friend is in a wheelchair because of a wolf attack. Stop <laughs> it. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, did this movie age well? Pretty well. There yeah. really wasn't anything that I was uncomfortable with except the Mel Gibson joke. Yes. They could do this movie again, and I think people would like it without them having to make very many changes at all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the only time is they make a joke about I said that stunts. and now, you know, I'm really thinking, what? I'm rethinking that that take, that hot take. I think if this were to happen today, it would actually be harder because of society yes a lot of things like hinge they wouldn't on be the able paparazzi to sneak around. and sneaking around things are just harder now the internet would be it's like harder boom, to boom, commit boom, a crime boom. it's harder to hide a secret career as a porn star it's harder you know well because because in the film <laughs> you think that i just said that randomly in the film I know. there's a scene where anna <laughs> they scott don't know. they've they, watched the film they in the microphone don't okay. know it, there's a scene in the film where Julia Roberts comes to Hugh Grant because over the UK papers, it's splashed about that when she was a young actress, she did a sexy photo shoot. Right. And now someone made a video of it. And so right. everyone's claiming that she's sort of, you know, you know, her, Anna Scott's porn right. star past. That was what my reference was for. I'm not just. I thought maybe you were trying to hide your porn star past and you were having a hard time and that's the reference I just wanted making. it to come out here on the pod. Here this is my moment. Pod. This is my truth. <laughs> In my fireside chat with the audience, <laughs> I just want to reveal it. Live your truth. FDR would never. Oh and I wouldn't either. The ghost of FDR is rolling I think the grave. reason I'm thinking about FDR is because... Please, go on. <laughs> because I read that book, Spooked, by Gail Jarrow, which Great is book. about the War of the Worlds Great rodeo, book. and they talk about FDR, and I think it's just been spinning around my brain. Okay. Okay. Next question. Did you fall in love while watching this movie? Yes. They were wonderful. They were wonderful. She was such a great character. The crinkly eyes. The crinkly eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, they both were well-defined. Yeah. I wanted them to be in love. I was excited for them. There is one scene in particular where they finally sort of sleep together. She's been staying at his Mm -hmm. house to hide from the paparazzi. And there's this scene in bed where... He is, like, his head is up against, like, the headboard, and her head is up against the footboard, and you can see their toes, and they're just having this really casual chat, chat, like, talking. Fireside chat. Fireside. <laughs> Listen, they're not having a fireside chat. We're having a fireside right, chat. Right, right, right. Uh, and she brings him breakfast in bed in his own home, and it's just. Yeah, that was too much. That was a bridge too far. 
No, I I also sweet. liked when they were reading on the couch and just chatting yeah, with each other. Chatting with each they other. Had good banter and it was nice. Yeah, and their friend group was great. So mm-hmm. you ha- you meet Hugh Grant's sister. He has a kind of quirky roommate who Spike. Yes. I guess. I don't know. Reese Eifens. Reese Eifens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a little bit too much. Uh, but you know, you find out that oh, interesting. I found a connecting point from this movie, the last one. Yeah, Hugh Grant is in it. N- no, a Boom! better connection Hugh for point. one. Hugh for one. <laughs> in the last film, uh, another woman was in love with Hugh Grant the entire time. In this film, we find out that Hugh Grant was in love with his female friend for a really long time, and then mm. she married one of his other friends. Little did you know that I added that fact to the list of facts that happened to Hugh in most movies. Oh, I didn't know that. A list I'm collating for all of the Hugh for ones Hugh, for the future. Maybe the ultimate... The, the penultimate. Future. The future in the universe. Yes. Hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Are you rethinking your life now? Yeah. I want to fall in love with a celebrity. Yeah. Chris Evans. Anybody can I'll walk take into it. the public space where we work. Anybody can walk into the public space where we work. It is we could the fall dream. With a stranger. Maybe they'll film a movie here. We need to get them to film a movie here. Okay. How do we do that? I what do know. we do? If you know, email us at Iran. If you want to film your movie here at our place of business, please let us know. Richard Curtis, are you filming a movie soon? Come in America here in New England. Yes, come see us at this library. Okay. Do we have a favorite quote? quote? I liked when she asked him if she could stay for a little while, and he said, "You could stay forever." Yeah. I liked that. I also liked That was a good one. I was like, ooh. It was good. I reblogged that on Tumblr, the GIF set, because it was so good. (laughs) Should I talk about the one I reblogged? No. Never trust a vegetarian. How dare you. (laughs) Anna Scott's a vegetarian. I trust her. Anyway, there was a scene where after she comes, after Julie Roberts goes to Hugh Grant's house to change into her other clothes, she comes downstairs and he's like, tea? Coffee? Something to nibble? A little nibble? And then he lists all these things that are in his fridge, including... Apricots, apricots and honey, honey. and uh later on he like apologizes for being kind of a blithering idiot and it's like oh you know this other thing i said you know i'm so sorry and she goes the honey and apricots is really the low point for me <laughs> yeah um for part of the film he has to pretend to be a reporter who's doing an interview with yes her. and the magazine he chooses because it's Splayed out in a pile is Horse and Hound magazine. And anytime that magazine comes up, it's very funny. It's very funny. It's a good chuckle. And then you said some funny shit. <laughs> There's a scene. I was on a roll. I'm you were really on a roll. There was a scene where they go into a private garden in their neighbor in his neighborhood. And they sneak in and they're together in the garden. And Samantha goes, are they going to fuck in this garden? <laughs> I just. It was so good. <laughs> just like. It just popped out of you. And then the wolf attack line, <sighs> Hugh Grant's friend is in a wheelchair. And it's not clear for the most of the film why, why she's, she's in a wheelchair. wheelchair. And you were like, I wonder what happened to her. I know it was probably some sort of accident, but I want it to be something dramatic, like a wolf attack. <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind. We find out later that she actually just slipped and fell down the, the stairs. stairs which, which is kind of dramatic. Which is dramatic and terrible. So... You also said when he was trying to shave in the mirror and being pensive, this bitch can't even shave his face. He just comes staring into the mirror with his crinkly, crunchy blue eyes. But it was great. Yeah. All of them were great. I also, funny. I love the moment in the film. 
So Hugh Grant has prescription glasses that he must wear, and mm. he can't find them when he goes on a date to the movies with Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. And so he has <laughs> yes. to wear his prescription scuba diving goggles. A visual gag. It was good. It's really funny. Yeah. So I was saying the other day to Laura and Michael, shout-outs on shout-outs for them, wow. um, that sometimes when the movies are bad like in leap year situation because they were appalled that i enjoyed it in any way it's i was so like fun it was Let fun me live. but i think it's fun because we're watching them together and we're mm. having a good time even when the movies are bad mm. we like make ourselves it's chuckle true. we make inside jokes that is true you, you know? do your use your experience if i were watching it we alone watching i would have been like this shit but is trash like- Really, know. cursing like a sailor today on this episode. Yeah, just sorry, so many. children. I mean, it was the last film where they said "fuck" twenty eight times. Know, not this, this film. film. This film was very docile in terms of of swearing. Mm. He said one uh, instead of swearing, he replaced it with another word. What was the word? Remember, he, no. she Julie Roberts <laughs> was like only six year old girls in pigtails say oh, that word. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. He was trying to climb over the fence into the <laughs> private garden. He kept falling. He's like whoopsie daisies. Whoopsie daisies. It was that's a funny scene. Yeah. yeah. A good movie. How about that rom com beyond though? Great. It was whole movie was beautiful. So cute and so good. It's great. Houses and interiors. They go on sweet dates, like to the movies, to dinners. It's like cozy it sitting feels rooms. Real enough. Yes. Despite the like unrealistic yeah. setup. His but his apartment seemed realistic, though I'm not quite sure how he's affording it when right. apparently his travel bookshop isn't doing well. Movie. It's fine. Um and not in every movie. Meg Ryan loses her bookstore. Yeah. We always make it float. I'm just saying. We should watch that one soon. I Yeah, we will. We're overdue for that one. We're overdue. Um, the soundtrack was terrible. Oh, God. There was only one song I liked, which was during the car chase scene. Yes. But, but, but I, I can't even remember, remember what, what it is. So, so clearly it didn't sit good. with me. Anyway. I only watched this so recently. <sighs> it's fine. Okay. My brain is like a sieve. I can't keep all these details and in it. the powdered sugar is just coursing yeah, out. Just those are the informations about these mm-hmm. movies. They just go. Informations? Informations. Mm-hmm. I do love informations. Yes. Would you watch this movie again? Hell yes, I would. I think I want to put it in my Christmas movie rotation. Yeah. I feel like it would pair nicely with Bridget Jones's Diary. I'm wondering if this is in the top five of the ones we've watched for me. Oh my gosh. Are you considering top five of all of them are top five ones you haven't seen before. Hmm. This one is definitely up there. I think both. Both. Okay. Because definitely so far, While You Were Sleeping is still one of my favorites we've yes, watched. Absolutely. That's the, the This standout. is definitely one of my favorites we've watched. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Because I, I really enjoyed some of the right. other ones, but I don't know if... Oh, God. All right. I'm going to have to reconsider that statement. What about the Music Man? To... Music Man. Uh, Moonstruck was fine. Yeah. Uh, baby Boom. Pillow Talk. Uh, watched a lot of mo- We've watched 24 I movies, know, bud. a lot of movies. Uh, we'll put together a chart eventually. Yeah, eventually. But yeah, this is definitely in my top five. It's a good one. It's a great one. In the rotation it goes. Yes. Will you, you, so you'll watch it again, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, definitely. cool. Where are they now? I love this question. I'm glad we added this it's question. It's a great question. I think that they'd be together. They seemed like they'd be a good couple. Yeah. He goes with her at the end of the film. You see in, like, clips to a bunch of movie premieres, and he's, like, 
you know, a solid, real guy. Yeah. With, and he's fine with her being famous because he treats her like a real person. Yeah. He likes her for who she is and not just her fame. Yeah. I think that's what all celebrities want. Yeah, and they definitely had some moments during the film where clearly his insecurities weren't great with the relationship and her, you know, just being kind of paranoid about right. being a celebrity. There's a moment where he, she thinks that his friend called the paparazzi right. on them, which she kind of indirectly did. Yeah. And she's really upset and says he doesn't understand what it's like to live this life. Mm-hmm. And she also is sort of cheating on her boyfriend with yeah. him at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think they really pulled it together. At the very end yeah. of the film, you see them in that private garden they snuck into. On their bench. On their bench. She's pregnant. It's cute. It's cute. I think they would stay together. Yeah. Now that we're podcast famous, like I feel, I understand where she's coming from, where you like just want to be treated like a normal person and not for being like a famous podcast host. So I like get that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah. But, like, that's all you really need. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make it. They're going to make it. I believe it. They they were a good couple. They they both had personalities. So, yeah. I mean, that's the points for Richard both of Curtis them. Richard Curtis is making it work. He is. All right. Shall we move on to our next section? Segment. I mean, I wouldn't say it's my favorite it's your segment. Favorite segment. I just, okay. You get you, to choose what my favorite segment it is. I yes, love that. You gave it a theme song, so it's your favorite. Yeah, you also gave New York, New York a theme song. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the podcast. The favorite part? Not our fireside chat bit at the that beginning? That is not my favorite bit, no. <laughs> Will it be now that you know what it's called? Oh, maybe. It's time for Talking Tropes. Yay. <laughs> I feel like there's a distance between us right now. Though our chairs are a respectable difference apart from each other, I feel like you're across the room from me. Do you want me to go into the corner? No. You can do tropes by yourself? No. Okay. I just said I feel like you're All far right. from me. I don't want All you to right. go to the corner. I'll do the tropes. Let's just do the tropes. Oh, gosh. There's a grand gesture. I need you to change your attitude There's a grand right gesture. Now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, there's a car chase scene where Hugh Grant has turned Julia Roberts down in that famous scene. What a fool. That I'm just a girl looking at a boy, asking him to love her. And he turns her down because he's an idiot. And then they go on this dramatic chase scene throughout London all the way to a publicity uh, event. event, And he asks a question as a reporter and they fall in love and it's great. Yeah. Grave misunderstanding for comedy. Mm -hmm. Horse and Hound magazine. So she calls him up and says he should come meet her. Yes. He gets to the hotel and finds out that it's a press event and so he gets like private five minutes with her to talk to her but not only does he get to talk to her then the (laughs) agent's like and we've made time for you to see all the other actors in this film and it's this film that he hasn't seen and because he works for horse and hound magazine he's like would you have ruined a horse in this film like no what is your favorite part there's also a joke about leonardo dicaprio that's pretty funny funny. misha barton misha barton small misha barton small misha barton he asks her what's her favorite film she's done and she says the one with Leonardo and, and he goes Da Vinci and she's like no Leonardo DiCaprio and she's like and he goes oh all right he's like how do you feel about working with Italian directors and it's like this bitch this bitch um she's perfect yeah yeah she is perfect she's great she's a movie star but she's is a movie she star she has that like deep no. dark part of her soul that nobody understands yeah she's an actress yeah that counts. Does it? I people mean, do tend to love her. People do film. tend to love it's her. Julia. Mm-hmm. There's a montage. We love yes. this montage. There's a montage where Hugh Grant 
after he sort of parts from Julia Roberts is walking through Notting Hill and you see the seasons pass mm-hmm. like six months. So you get rain and you get snow and you get leaves and, you and, get hail. and hail. He and, puts a jacket still, on. You still get the mail, folks. You get the mail. You see, um, you know, other people in those scenes repeating, you know, different situations mm-hmm. happening, people growing apart, growing together, people having babies. It's really exciting. Yeah, it was good. That was a cool one. And they did it all in one shot, but then they had to, the like, in between, they fixed it with a little CGI, 1999 technology, but... It looked good. It was really good. We stopped and rewound. We were shook. Quirky BFFs, a whole bunch of them. By the bucket full. By the bucket full. Again, Richard Curtis, I think that's one of his things. Give it all up for love? I mean, I think originally I had said yes to this one, but I think I take it back. Yeah. Who's give? I, maybe no he one. gives up yeah. his like quiet bookstore life to be with her. I don't think love. so. I don't think because he she's cares not. That she much. clearly doesn't quit her career right. because she keeps on acting and winning things. Right. She says she's staying in the UK indefinitely. Right. I uh, think they're both making sacrifices, but that's what true love is. Yeah. I don't think they give it up for love. I agree. Okay. Strike that one from the list. Okay. Then. Another one we struck from the list was. You love him, you don't even know him. It started like it that. It kind of starts like that because she kisses him very suddenly. They're yeah. sort of very chummy. But the way that the film builds their relationship through, I think, over a year almost, mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense. Yep. And then there's a, a petite tragic backstory, the wolf attack. It's not a wolf attack. I know it wasn't a wolf attack. Don't mock me. I thought that that was the funniest thing. I laughed and I laughed <laughs> about your wolf attack comment. More than fireside chats. I didn't laugh at fireside chats. You did laugh at fireside chats. I laughed chats. at how tickled you were at yourself about fireside chats, which is different. <laughs> okay, whatever, bud. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, his best friend has her slight tragic backstory. And then it's revealed that they can't have a baby. So that's like it's a little very bit dramatic. Of a bummer. I thought Downer. for sure she was going to be able to Mood. have a baby by I the know. end. I thought it was, was going to be a, a switcheroo there. Yeah. Um, but that's all the tropes. That's all the tropes. We haven't been in New York in a while. We haven't spread any news recently. I mean, perhaps a blessing. We were in New York for Splash Bud, and you saw how that turned out. It doesn't count. You saw how that turned (laughs) out. We were in New York for 10 Things I Hate About You. All these things happened in New York. Oh my gosh. Ha ha! What happened? (laughs) happened? We happened for the pod. Two episodes later. (laughs) Finally. Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, I know what it's called. I know, me too, but I have to remind myself because otherwise I call it 10 things I hate about I you. think it's because when we were f- recording that episode, I spent so much time reminding myself yeah. you have to call it by the right name that now that I was free and breezy and easy, I right. just completely we forgot. let our guard down. Do we have some interesting tidbits oh, sure. to share? Let some flip my piece of paper Some fun over. fat corners? Dramatic Multiple life. corners? Um, yes. So there's a scene where Julia Roberts is talking to Hugh... Hugh Bonneville. Is it Bonneville? Yes, Hugh, Hugh Bonneville. Whatever his name Also is. in the Paddington films, which I highly recommend. Mm, okay. And Downton, 100% on Rotten Down, Tomatoes. Downton Abbey. Uh, anyway, he asks her what she does. He doesn't recognize her at all. And she says she's an actress. And he says, oh, well, how much did you make? And she says that she made $15 million on her last movie, which is the amount of money that she was paid to be in Notting Hill. Which is baller. Fun. Good job, Julia. I'm proud of you. I'll never have $15 million. She stays at the Ritz in London during this film, and they actually filmed the scenes at the Ritz, but Mm -hmm. it was at three or four in the morning, so it didn't disturb the guests. No, so the guests didn't disturb them, I think, too. Well, also, 
you know. Chicken egg situation. In a sense, you know, the guests would have to be couriered away in different directions. Yeah. yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. Hugh Grant lives in a house with a big blue door, Mm -hmm. which is very rom-com. Like, oh, you're so quirky. You have a house with a blue door. So fun. Anyway, Richard Curtis, writer of this film, owned that house at one point. Super fun for him. My wife, a genius, predicted when we watched the very beginning of the film, you see all these clips of uh, Anna Scott as a movie star. And she was like, I bet those are from real clips of her at... Uh, events and, and she was right they were. they were also they began the movie and ended the movie with the same song which i thought was kind oh, of a nice little like that weird song end note which we never found out if like. they wrote for the film <laughs> right it's like talking about how she's so beautiful and wanting to be it with her like, if they didn't write that film that song for the film i don't know why they wrote that song sorry I, songwriter he could be listening or she could be listening we don't know that uh and then a couple Julia Roberts was the only one for this role, which I think is always a great sign. Yeah. Um, And Alec Baldwin shows up unannounced. A fun, fresh uh, thing. And uh, maybe one more, which is about how long the movie used to be. Oh, God. How long was it, Mia? The original cut was three and a half hours long. And then they cut out 90 minutes of it. God bless. Also, Richard Curtis thought this film was too similar to Four Weddings and the Funeral when he first saw the cut. So, I mean, bless him for fixing it because we would not have been happy if yes, that we was would the not case. Because I didn't care for that movie. Yeah, a stinker. This wedding, this film also had a wedding in it. They got married at the end. That's true. Which is kind of nice. The best part of a rom com. The best part of a rom com is a wedding. That's all the things that we have for you. That's folks. all the things that we have. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. So, Mia. I'm Bugs Bunny now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> please. <laughs> please call me Bugs. <laughs> As you wish. As you wish. You'll be Anyways. FDR. I'll be Bugs. It'll be great. Such a combo. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Next week. We will be rejoining Audrey Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart, who we haven't met yet on She's the pod. Coming for the first He's time. coming for the first time. Audrey's going to be a repeat. We're going to be watching guest. the movie Sabrina, the teenage witch. Nope, that's oh. what it's about. Damn. <laughs> Do you have you watched you Sabrina before? Me. No, I have no idea what Sabrina's about. I, I, I assume it's about a teenage witch. Mm, I mean, I do love the OG Sabrina the Teenage yes. Witch. Same Bless Melissa cat. Joan Hart. She's a goddess. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you should go watch Sabrina. We're watching the nineteen fifty something version, not the nineteen ninety version with Harrison Ford. Just oh, to clarify, okay, because they did a remake. What, who played Sabrina? I don't remember. I just know Harrison Ford's in it. Mm. They name-checked Harrison Ford in this movie. If we watched that Sabrina, we could make that the tie-over. Mm. We could change I our I don't mind. want to. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm sure it's great. Sabrina. I'm sure it's great. Watching it's Sabrina, it's great. It's a film about two brothers who oh. try to win the heart of their... Uh, Witch. No, nope. I think it's like their chauffeur's daughter who comes back from Paris all fancy and fresh, and it's Audrey Hepburn. And she has magic powers? Anyways, (laughs) if you want to find us on the internet between now and next week, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at youromcompleteme, but no you, just romcompleteme. So at romcompleteme. 
I was just trying to remind them to remove that part. Okay. I don't sure. need you to sass me. I'm just which... clarifying double double times. Great. <laughs> Anyways. Or at the email address at gmail.com <laughs> you rom completely at gmail.com is what i think my counterpart wanted yes, to say see, we all make mistakes <laughs> people make mistakes anyway did this movie rom complete you before we go notting hill how thank do you, you feel thank you for reminding me what movie we just watched yes absolutely did this film rom complete yes. you yes oh 100 percent added to the rotation folks love it live it let's get rich okay anyways Thank you for listening. We will see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.